because we are so busy doing all the things that we have to do, just like basic mom duties. Um, it helps to have key areas to focus on to, I like to say, like to fill our buckets. Mm-hmm. Um, and to recharge and to rejuvenate and to be able to be the best version of ourselves for ourselves and for Hi, I'm Leslie Abraham, a pre and postnatal expert, DO and exercise specialist with over 11 years of international experience. I am now the founder of Bonjour Baby, a birth prep and postpartum recovery online program. I help new moms just like you preparing for birth and recover after so that you can be ready for the biggest day of your life, push with confidence and feel like your old self again in your new mom's body. So if you have questions on how to stay healthy during your pregnancy, prepping your body for birth, preventing diastasis recti or the best way to support your postpartum recovery, this podcast is for you. I created this show to give you simple and scientifically proven tips and insights on pregnancy, birth prep, recovery and motherhood, and give you the answers and knowledge you deserve. So if you are currently pregnant, a brand new mom, or a mom of four already, looking for feeling better in your body and more confident in your mom life, you are at the right place. So tune in, grab your favorite cup of tea, settle comfortably, and let's get this episode started. Welcome back to another episode of the Bonjour Baby podcast brought to you by Bibon, the very first organic and plastic-free skincare brand for children. We truly believe that little ones deserve safer and better care products that will protect their health and our planet. We are launching soon our organic and clean soaps, diaper balm, and baby lotion. You can already register and join us at bebon.co, that's B-E-B-O-N dot C-O, to be the very first to know when we launch and take advantage of our launching price. All right, so in today's episode, I am chatting with Oni Michalski, wellness coach, about how to put yourself first without feeling guilty. Oni helps busy moms who desperately need a break but refuse to take one. She's a mom of six, so you can bet she knows one or two things about motherhood and parenting, and she coaches fellow moms to hang up their superwoman capes and break through the limiting beliefs that are keeping them from nurturing themselves. It took her 10 years to discover how loving yourself can change everything, And now, nothing can stop her from showing other moms the life-changing power of self-care. But I won't say more, and I'll let you dive into it. Hi, Annie, and welcome to the Bonjour Baby podcast. I'm so glad to have you here today with me on the show and very excited about what we are going to talk about. I already introduced you uh, before to our listeners, but I would like you to tell us how you decided to help other moms who desperately need a break but refuse to take one. So Leslie, it's an honor to be here on Bonjour Baby. It's, you know, very exciting. And um, I am, like you mentioned, I am a coach for moms for super busy. Um, I kind of zoned in a little bit and I especially 
work with those who are people pleasing and have really struggled with letting go of all of the things, thinking that we need to be these perfect moms in order to excel. And so um, those are the moms that I love working with. And like you mentioned, we, you know, I um, can't even talk right here. So I have, <laughs> I have six, let me just tell you a little bit about myself. So I have six kids. And um, over the years, they range from age 21 all the way down to seven is our youngest and been married over 20 years now. So I have taken a lot of my own experiences of learning how to let go of the guilt. Mm -hmm. It's been a process. And that's what I teach other moms. Mm -hmm. That's what I guide them through, through all of my services is to help other moms cross that bridge. Yeah. And let go of the guilt because it's huge. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. Definitely. So where can people find you online? So I'm mostly on Facebook. Mm-hmm. I've tried to, I, I've done TikTok and Instagram and all of the social media platforms, but I figured I need to practice what I preach. So I'm not really on them as much. I, you know, at first I was like, I got to do all the things, <laughs> but because that's typical of me. <laughs> I reamed it back in. And so mostly on Facebook, I have a Facebook group um, that that's where you can find me. We're called Moms Without Capes because we take off our superwoman cape. We're all working on doing that and letting ourselves, giving ourselves that permission to take care of ourselves. Yeah, I like the name. It's it's really, (laughs) you have done a great job with that name. I love it. And I will add all the links that you just mentioned, especially the Facebook group in the show notes so people can find you. Okay. All right. So let's dive in. Um, all of us start, you know, the year off with resolutions. We would like to go uh, more to the gym, work out more, take time for ourselves, and especially as women, mom or not, but for moms, it's it's true even more. We want to start meditating, to eat better, to be in a better mood when we spend time with our kids, with our loved ones, etc. We all have experienced this. And at one point, there is this little voice in our head um, that is saying, what, why will I do yoga? I could be cleaning instead, you know, or yeah. spending time with my husband or my kids, etc. And so we stop where we are and we don't do it, right? So there is this guilty feeling, feeling that is really taking over. So first, can you share with us what it really means to take time for ourselves and what does it imply and why does it matter in the end? So taking time for ourselves is really about giving ourselves that permission to give ourselves that physical and the mental space and in order like to give ourselves permission to continue growing and being who we are both in and out of the mom hat. Cause once you put that mom hat on, you know, life changes in drastic ways mm-hmm. and we tend to, you know, kind of cover ourselves or we, we hide behind like the mom, the mom hat and giving ourselves permission to continue developing and growing and becoming the woman who you are, both in and out of the mom hat, because the effects ripple in all of the different roles that we, we play. And so I'm um, giving ourselves that permission and to, for the physical and the mental space to continue growing and then focusing on key areas. Um, I, I like to call them the pillars. And because we are so busy 
doing all the things that we have to do, just like basic mom duties. Um, it helps to have key areas to focus on to, I like to say, like to fill our buckets mm-hmm. um, and to recharge and to rejuvenate and to be able to be the best version of ourselves for ourselves and for our families. Mm-hmm. And so a lot of my programs focus on those five key areas so that we can, we know exactly where to go when yeah. we're ready. You know, when we make that time, when we make that space for ourselves, we're not just like binging on Netflix yeah, or like, like doing things that sure they're, they're relaxing, but they're yeah. not filling our bucket and they're not recharging us and, and allowing us to be the best versions of ourselves. Definitely. And so that No, I agree with you. <laughs> It's so easy to binge on Netflix. I think It we is. can all agree with that. <laughs> <laughs> But then again, that guilt again, like that guilt comes into play when you end up like just kind of like wasting your time or just like spending time doing those kind of activities. They're not useful times. They're not going to recharge you. Mm-hmm. They're not going to fill your bucket. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true. That's true. And I like the expression that you're using, filling your buckets, because it's it's really that once it's empty, there's there's no water anymore to to drink. Right. So it's it's really yeah. okay. How you to need recharge. something in there to give to others. Mm-hmm. And if your bucket's empty, like if you're not taking care of yourself and you're not doing these things that are going to fill your bucket, like you're not going to have anything to give to your family. And that's a quick road to burnout for sure. Yeah. Yeah, that's for sure. That's for sure. So you are um, a wellness coach specialized in the matter, right? <laughs> so in helping moms taking a break and taking care of themselves. So, and I know, so we just talked about it. You have developed this system, this framework um, with better managing one's time, right? So um, I really love this because most of the time we feel like we don't have the time to do this, but it's all about organization in the end. And I think we can all agree that our number one excuse is I don't have time for this, right? For everything. (laughs) So could you share with us your system and tell Um, us a bit more about it. So first, what I would like to, to, to do is you just like, you know, state the different stages and then we'll dive into all of them one by one. That sounds right. Let's yes. do this. Yep. Perfect. <laughs> okay. So I, I am a wellness coach specialized in this area. Um, I actually am a licensed therapist yeah. as well. And so my coaching Um, focuses a lot on, you know, the, the physical, like making that physical space mm-hmm. and, you know, incorporating the five pillars and all of that. But my counseling was really that missing piece. Like my, my mental health background was the, was what I needed in order to shift the beliefs that I'm holding, right? Mm-hmm. Like those expectations that I hold about being a mom and what I'm capable of. Mm-hmm. So the mental health background is what I'm bringing into my coaching programs and really shaping, you know, how I can fully help moms in this area. Mm. Um, So I just want to give a little bit of background. So when I, you know, about 10 years ago, baby number five, I really struggled with creating, like making time for myself. Right. And yes, it was a lot on the creating that physical space, like, you know, I I'm awesome at time management. Like I've always been really good (laughs) at managing my time. Like I'm like with planners and, you know, since like being in school and, you know, being able to, to create that time. 
Um, but when I became a mom and even like years, like 10 years, my oldest was 10 by the time I like realized that it's not about just organizing my time. It was about up here yeah. in my mind was really what needed to change. And so I had to put both things together. I had to put the, the physical and the mental together and really do the work I had. I, Cause before that, I thought the stars had to align mm-hmm. in order for me to, cause I, I know like I'll never find time that I have to make time, but I was never able to make that time because mm. of the guilt. And so it was really, I, I had to dig deeper. You know, I had to dig deeper than um, we, we all say we don't have time for self-care. We don't have time for ourselves. And it really goes deeper than that because we, we make time for the things that we think are important. Mm-hmm. And so when we say we don't have time for ourselves, it's really like we don't think we're important enough mm-hmm. to spend time on. And so that's where I had to get to the bottom of, right? The stars did not have to align in order for me to get out and go do a walk. Or in my case, I wanted to do a Zumba class. That's yeah. really what started. <laughs> like, like this, I, you know, things had to be all in order in order for me to, to feel not guilty to, to step out of the house, mm-hmm. right? And I had to get over like, the house is not going to fall apart. My children will still be alive, yada, yada, yada. Like all of these things. So it was really switching and realizing like I'm important enough to spend time on. So that is all what I dig into in my program. So today I'm going to tell you the kind of the stages on how to set up the physical space Perfect. for, for yourself. So, mm-hmm. um, the, the five, it's actually five-step framework. And so eliminating, automating, delegating, consolidating, and prioritizing, Those are the five steps in my framework that I really dive into to help you create that physical space in your day Mm -hmm. in order to make time for yourself. That's the the wish. Like that's the ultimate goal. You can use these steps. Like I'm not creating, I'm not reinventing the wheel here. Like there's, these have been studied over and over. And of course you can do these five steps and you'll have time in your day and you can fill them with cleaning your house deeper. (laughs) That's the thing. You have to do the mental work as well. You have to do the mind work Mm -hmm. mindset in order to realize like, Oh, I'm not going to fill my time with more chores. And so that's where the pieces come together. Yes, definitely. Those are the five steps in the framework. So we have eliminate, automatize, delegate, and prioritize. Prioritize and consolidate. That and consolidate. Right before prioritize. Yeah. Yep. Perfect. All right. So let's dive the first one. Okay. So okay. So eliminating. This is getting just what the name says. Yeah. Getting rid of what's sucking up your time and that just isn't necessary. So simplifying yeah. is covered here. And that's that's super hard to do, especially when you're a mom or you have young ones and you've got all these toys and all of these things. things. And so really um, kind of working on eliminating that decision fatigue. Mm -hmm. Um, This may mean cleaning out your closet, right? Like doing things that um, instead of like having to try on five different outfits in the morning, eliminating that, like, you know, kind of just have things that fit in your closet so that you're not, constantly trying on things and, and using all of this time mm-hmm. by, you know, using your time to do these things that you can eliminate that and 
know what you're going to wear or have certain outfits put together already. So simplifying as far as that time on social media, like I mentioned, the Netflix, whether that's downloading an app that's going to help you keep track of time. I just got an Apple phone like a month or two ago and it was scary, but helpful at the same time because it tells me how much time I know. I'm spending on it. And I was like, <laughs> it was like very eye-opening, and I was like, "Oh my gosh, this is bad!" I yell at my kids for being on their on their phone so much, and I'm like, "So it's really been challenging for me now that I'm, you know." But you don't know there's a problem until like you, you, you see, see the it. facts. Yeah. <laughs> like oh my goodness so but like simplifying like that like being in charge taking control of your time and seeing what can be eliminated there how can you simplify the the tasks that you're already doing yeah so that is eliminating the next one is automating Mm -hmm. and this is putting on autopilot Mm -hmm. like it it may take quite a bit of work up front but to set up the systems but then putting things on autopilot. Yeah. So as moms, what this could translate to is say grocery shopping, which mm-hmm. I've really taken advantage of in the last few years, especially like, especially this past year with, with everything yeah. going on, um, shopping online, um, groceries, like mm-hmm. delivery or online. I used to live in a rural area. And so we were kind of limited. We had mm-hmm. Amazon, of course, but like for the grocery stores, we did have somewhere we can go and pick up. But being able to do grocery shop while my kids were sleeping or preoccupied and then having it delivered to the door, that was just amazing. Of course. (laughs) And so that kind of thing, you know, if you mail packages regularly, Mm -hmm. having like package pickup or robot, like the robo vacuum, (laughs) you know, it saves time. Those little minutes add up. Absolutely. When you're vacuuming, if you're vacuuming every day, yeah. if you get that robo vacuum, sure, it may cost you a little bit of money up front, but that's going to save you a lot of time. Even getting on a cleaning schedule mm-hmm. is a form of automation because you're not wasting time getting the, you know, cleaning solutions or getting out the mop, like, you know, getting on a schedule where you're on Tuesday, I mop, and then I'm going to mop the kitchen and I'm going to mop, mop the foyer, right? Like you're not doing it on two different days. Those minutes add up. Yeah. And when you're talking about how, like creating that time for yourself, these are the things that you can automate. Definitely. And I love that. And it goes really well with the eliminating phase first, because yes. it's, it's also um, taking, you know, some decisions off your plate, you know, because mm-hmm. you know that that day you have to, I mean, you, you want to do this and the other day yes. you want to do that. So it's already all planned out. And so you don't have to think about making the decision. Oh, okay. Today I will do this. No, it's already planned out. Just look at your planning and do it. I love right. that. Right. Yeah. We have tons of decisions to make. Absolutely. <laughs> That's <laughs> why. <laughs> Not only for us, but like for our kids and our husbands and like all of the people that are in our life. Like yeah. there's, there's plenty of decisions. Whatever you can automate, more power to you because Do you will get that time back. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so our, the third step in the framework is delegating. And this is really leaning into your support system, which as many moms struggle with mm-hmm. this, asking for help. And I myself struggled with this for years. I remember this one time my mother-in-law was like, I'm going to come take the kids. And I was like, no, like I went into like a panic. Cause like I had this thing like that, you know, 
nobody can take care of the kids as well as me. And what, you know, imagining all of these crazy things that I thought was going to happen if my mother-in-law helped me. Mm -hmm. And so really leaning in and learning how to communicate and, and really the first step is to discuss, like to identify what it is that you need mm -hmm. help with, or that you want to help with needing and wanting are two different things, of but, course. but realizing like that it is okay mm -hmm. to ask for help. You're, you're by not asking for help, you're denying somebody else that opportunity to help. And so really shifting that perspective. So now with delegating, a lot of times we think it's easier to do it myself. Have you ever thought that? Mm -hmm. <laughs> Always because we yes. think it's faster to do it, it ourselves, is, right? Right. <laughs> and so let's look at the numbers. So mm -hmm. I broke it down. So let's take loading and emptying the dishwasher. So that takes about 20 minutes, right? And say you're a small family, we do the dishwasher twice a day, but because mm -hmm. we have a big family, but you know, in typical households, you're one time a day mm -hmm. unloading and loading the dishes, 20 minutes. It would take probably about six times to teach a kid this and depending on the age, and it may take you a little longer, it may take you 30 minutes. So that's about three hours of teaching mm -hmm. time. So when you look at 20 minutes a day of loading and emptying the dishwasher over an entire year, we're talking about 122 hours <laughs> that you're loading and unloading the dishes. That's what you're doing. So those three hours that you teach a child or teach somebody else in your house how to load and unload, you're still left with 119 hours of My free God. time. That's free <laughs> time for you now. Divide that into every week. Mm -hmm. That's about 30 minutes wow. right there. So yes, it does take a while to yeah. teach the child, but you probably teach them in three hours. If you space it out, you know, you're at third level and practice patience. Mm -hmm. In the long run, it, it, it's not easier to do it yourself. It's not going to take you faster to do it yourself. <laughs> that's Even true. though that's what we think. But when yeah. you do the math, the numbers don't lie. Yeah. You're clearly using your time wisely. Yeah. So that's delegate. And that's just one example. And I'm blown, I'm blown away that you just made a calculation. You know, it's like, <laughs> what? <laughs> I did it before we got on the call. <laughs> But I love this. Numbers don't lie, as you say. So yeah, yeah. that's what it is, right? Wow. <laughs> I've said it so many times too. It's just easier to do it myself, but it's really not like it just takes that upfront work. Mm -hmm. But once you get it, you set those systems in place. Yeah. So consolidating is number four. And that is where we group tasks together. And you probably have done this already, right? Like you run out to the store and you're like, while I'm out, I'll go drive through, like I'll, I'll drop off this letter or, you know, kind of grouping your activities together, whether that's one time getting out of the house. So you don't have to keep, you, you know, it's mm -hmm. a big deal to get out of the house, <laughs> like all of the things you need to do. And so if you can consolidate those tasks and like, kind of like, in the business world, like batching, mm -hmm. but like you're batching the tasks together so that you're not, you're eliminating that getting ready and like transition time. Mm -hmm. You can do things together. So that's the consolidating. And then prioritizing is what's left, what is urgent, what's important, and really prioritizing in your schedule what is important mm -hmm. and what needs to get done. And you, you, once you get through the other steps, 
you're not going to have that much left. Like you are, you're going to be able to clearly see like, okay, well, this is what I need to do for the day and what's important. What's yeah. most important and what should I do first? That eating the frog, doing the yeah. hardest thing first so that you get <laughs> time in your day to, you know, when you start feeling tired, you can do the easier things. Yeah. No, that's great. So there I you have that. it. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's perfect. That's really, you know, it's easy. It's an easy system that, you know, everybody and anybody can use. Um, and at the same time, it really makes sense. It's like, yeah, why am I not doing that already? <laughs> <laughs> and it can apply to all areas in your life, in, in, indeed. It so can. that's that's really beautiful, you know. As an entrepreneur, that's what you are doing too. You know, you really go through all those steps when you plan out your week or your month or whatever. So why don't we do it in our personal life, you know? And here I'm talking to all the moms that are working at the same time. It's a system that you're already using at work. So why not applying it to, you know, your exactly. personal life as well? Right. No. Right. It's great. Great. Okay. So, and I'm curious now because I'm sure you have used this system for yourself, right? Yes. <laughs> so can you, can you tell us, you know, um, how did it change your life as, as a mom and, and what was easier to do, you know, over the time and what was a transformation for you? Okay. So the easiest thing, hmm, like the easiest step Is that what you're wondering? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I would say the easiest step um, would probably be that prioritizing because I feel mm -hmm. like I've done it a lot. But since I became a mom and since I started becoming intentional about my time and about, you know, doing, doing that mental work I was talking about earlier, I really have worked on kind of eliminating and automating, like doing all of the other things with the, with my tasks. Mm -hmm. So that, because I went from being super busy, like doing all of the things to realizing like, okay, what is important? Mm -hmm. What, how can I do the most, how can I be most productive rather than, you know, people just say, how are you doing? And, you know, oh, I'm so busy, like filling yeah. it with all of this busy work. Yeah. And making that transition to, okay, this is how much time I have. What can I get done here? How can I, just like you said, in your business, you do one thing, right? So why not apply it to my, yeah. to my personal life? Like why not apply it to the hat that I'm wearing all of the time? Yeah. 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 <laughs> <a> yeah. <laughs> Because the effects ripple out and the, and the, results are the same yeah and so what were you um, able to achieve using this system what was the your, your most you know um the the thing you're the most proud of that you were able to achieve <laughs> so with all this well, time i started my business i yeah. started my business um and over the past 10 years like i have a lot of it it's hard to separate from what i've done using this business mm -hmm. or what i've done using this system Versus what has been a result of being intentional and starting to take care of myself. Like I can't, there's no clear line that yeah. separates the two yeah. because once I started implementing the system and applying it, and of course I didn't have all the words to it. I didn't have like, oh, what can I automate? Yeah. I did not have that, right? Like it was a process over time mm. that I just worked on, you know, kind of simplifying what it is I do and changing my belief that I don't have to do all of the things and I can still 
excel. And so I got licensed as a therapist. Mm -hmm. Like I already had my master's when I had, when I, my oldest was a baby. That was when I went back to graduate school. I don't know what I was thinking. (laughs) But then I was a stay at home mom for years, for 14 Mm -hmm. years. And I, of course, I homeschooled and we, we owned a business and not my business. Like we bought a brick and mortar. We actually bought a hotel. Wow. We <laughs> just sold it last month. Like I said, I was always doing so All much. Of other people are like, yeah. How do you get everything done? And I really, like I said, I was really good at prioritizing. I was really good at like, you know, handling, managing my time. Mm-hmm. But I started, you know, there was a lot of things going on in my life and I realized things had to change and I, I had to start taking care of myself instead of taking care of everyone else. Yeah. And it doesn't stop. Like I still take care of everyone else yeah. and my kids have gotten older, of course. And so all of that working together, I was able to start implementing self-care Yeah, with that extra time that I saved from doing all of the steps in the framework. Yeah, definitely. And as you said, I think it's really important to understand here that the mindset, the root cause of I don't have enough time and why am I not taking that time for myself is really the first step that you have to figure out. And Mm -hmm. then you can implement the system, definitely. Because if you do the system, but you don't know, you, you still have this mindset of I don't have time. You will right. still not have time. I, I mean, exactly. Yeah. You will fill it with just doing more things like yeah. doing more chores and doing more, like just filling it with things that aren't going to make you a better person, yeah. aren't going to recharge you and fill your bucket. Yeah. Yeah. So it does work together. Like you definitely need that mindset, but you also need to like the stars don't need to light up. You do need yeah. to create that time in your day because you because it's filled right now with so much other stuff, you, you really don't have time. Like, well, I'm not saying you, but I'm saying like, like a moms don't have time because they hide behind that busyness, mm-hmm. but it's because they don't think they're important enough to yeah. pay attention to, or to focus on. Yeah. We feel like we need to self-sacrifice. Yeah. So learning that and changing those beliefs, which is where my counseling hat. Absolutely. I keep saying my cat, like my hat, my, um, <laughs> counseling background and my mental health like came in like was that whole shifting the beliefs and challenging your thoughts and all of those wonderful things yes yes (laughs) that are really much needed and especially for moms so in your program I suppose you have the the two uh perspective right first you work on the mindset the beliefs with them and then you take them through your system right I do. Yeah. Now, so this is just, this is my course. Yeah. And which is just a small part of what I, I do. So um, my course will be coming out in April. No, it is April now in May. May. (laughs) I have, um, but like I said, you find me in my Facebook group and we're going to have a challenge at the end of this month. And we're going to walk through those five pillars that I referred to. And then we're going to do the course And I also have a whole self-care goals club where we work on the habits. And there is where, you know, you'll get everything. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) 
No, that's great. Okay, so go check it out. And as I said, I will put the, um, the link to your Facebook group in the mm -hmm. show notes so, so they can join. Um, because I really feel, you know, it can help a lot of moms. And I'm, I'm really glad you are launching your, your course pretty <laughs> soon. Because I really agree with you. Um, those two go hand in hand. I mean, if, yes. we, if we don't take care of the mindset, we can't achieve big things. And it, yeah. it's true in any area of our life. Absolutely. Fortunately or unfortunately, I don't know, but that's the way it is. Right? <laughs> <laughs> And so one last question, um, because um, I, I practice uh, meditating for myself. And so one thing that really helped me focus is a mantra that I repeat myself. It's called the transcendental meditation. And that's really something that they teach you is to use that mantra to focus your attention on. So, and it can help, it has been proven scientifically, it can help to ease the mind and to calm all your thoughts and really focus. So, uh, do you advise your moms to use, you know, that kind of mantra to really help them focus on what's important? And I mean, what's important is them in the end <laughs> today. <laughs> so, what's your take on that? Is that something that you, that you used to in your, in your program? Yes, um, I we, we do talk about affirmations, which yeah. is on the similar, like the same line, mm -hmm. where you're affirming those beliefs and really visualizing yourself and stepping your stepping into like, what does that feel like? Mm -hmm. And how like, you have to believe that something's possible before you can actually become that. And so really working on visualizing and doing that mental, the mental work in order to shift that belief that new belief mm -hmm. into action yeah so yes we that's do. perfect <laughs> so one of the ones is um was i am enough like mm -hmm. i am important i am enough i am worthy of focusing on because yeah. those are the three big beliefs that that we we, we struggle with yeah. as moms especially moms that are people pleasing and perfectionists and that struggle with letting go of the superwoman cape yeah is believing that they're worthy enough to focus on which absolutely. is why we say we don't have time we yeah. don't have time for ourselves so yeah. yeah yeah no I love that absolutely it's it's something really really important that's something especially in the early stages of motherhood where you your life completely changed and whether it's your first child or your seventh child your life is changing every time anyways yes. in different aspects but it's still a change and and realizing that you are still important that you really matter it's it's really like the the, the most important thing but at the same time it's the thing that nobody's talking about yes. <laughs> that you know you you don't receive automatic counseling you know about that you don't receive any Um, information on the topic or you know advice that you need to take care of yourself too you know all the focus is on the kids on the baby yes. and and you're the person in the corner kind of and which is really a shame because moms are at the very center of the story not in the right. corner so and they need right. to realize it it's uh, that's why I, I truly love what you what you do it's it's really <laughs> much needed <laughs> all right 
Thank you so much, Ani. It was such a great episode. I, I guess, you know, a lot of our listeners will have a lot to think about uh, after our discussion. And um, I hope they will join you in your, in your group and enjoy all the wonderful content that you, that you share with all your audience. Thank you so much, Leslie. It You're was a pleasure. Most <laughs> welcome. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.